When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Want to hear another media hack read off partisan talking points? Then check out the mainstream media. Because American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson is all about thinking independently. All right, here's a question that can really start an argument. Uh, Do you blame coronavirus or do you blame government for millions of jobs being lost this year? All right, maybe it's a combination of the two, but in many parts of the country, employers are now fighting government officials as much as they're fighting COVID just to stay in business. I'm Mike Ferguson. Uh, Thanks for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. Joined now by Victoria Erdley from the Foundation for Government Accountability. And Victoria, you and Joe Horvath made a nice op-ed that says, will the American dream be another casualty of COVID-19? Six months ago, people would have scoffed at that thought, but I think there is a shift in thinking that says, wait a minute, we, we need to respond to COVID, but are we going way too far here? Yeah, for sure. And thank you for having me as well. So the reason we wrote the op-ed is that we were able to get in touch with two specific owners. Their name is Janine and Dave Dyler. They're a married couple and they own a place called Saloon on Calhoun with bacon. They added in the bacon part, I guess, because everyone loves bacon. So they own a restaurant in Brookfield, Wisconsin. And so they have worked really, really hard to keep the doors of their restaurant open during COVID-19. But as Wisconsin and all states practically everywhere, they're approaching the eight months of heavy handed restrictions, specifically on bars and restaurants. And so as we've seen all across the country, staying open has become increasingly difficult. And state policies aimed at limiting the spread of COVID have largely targeted these bars and restaurants. In fact, in Wisconsin alone, nearly 100,000 have closed their doors since shutdown began. And it's a hard decision, but some of these business owners, they're really committing to bringing back their employees. And unfortunately, you're right. These plans have been thwarted by short-sighted government policies all over the place. Yeah, we're seeing some extreme restrictions and mandates and rules You know, now with some governors you know, threatening to put people in jail. And there's a lot of fatigue for all the government roles. But if not for government, it's argued if it's not for the experts, nobody would try to stop COVID, it seems. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but the bottom line is they're saying, but if we don't target these businesses, even if it puts them out of business, sorry, but that's what we have to do because otherwise nobody would take any precautions. Yeah. And I I think that so many people have that mindset. And while there is a place to listen to the experts, to pay attention to what our healthcare officials are saying, we also have to think of the future of America in a different way outside of just COVID. We have to think towards the future. We must reaffirm a commitment to the principles that made our economy strong, that has made America strong, like expanding innovation and healthcare in the workforce. We've seen that with all of these new vaccines that are coming out. That's a really great thing. And if we can keep on doing that, we can ensure that this nation, both its citizens and the economy, that we emerge out of this crazy year of 2020 (laughs) stronger than ever. 
Victoria, you uh, made this op-ed very, very personal so people could relate to it. It's not heavy on statistics. It's just looking at people's lives, which I think is one of the reasons I found it so easy to read. Uh, my daughter works at a restaurant that sounds pretty mm -hmm. similar to this one right here. And some of the experiences of the restaurant you related mirrored what she had is when the government did get involved, they said, here's a program. We're going to beef up the unemployment coverage that you're getting. It actually made it hard for the restaurant to come back to capacity when it comes to employees a little bit later because, well, they were making more money when they were staying home and not mm -hmm. working. And that made it that made it hard in addition to all the restrictions. So I guess the question is, what is the right role of government and how do we safeguard against these unintended consequences when they say we're trying to help, but then it doesn't work out so well in the long run? Yeah, you're right, Mike. So these lockdowns, they were well-intentioned and I would love to give everyone the best of intent whenever they're um, enforcing some of these rules. Our government officials are in a really tough spot right now, but they did force businesses, people's livelihoods these people had to shutter their doors. And because they did that, um, a lot of our entrepreneurs, they left millions of Americans without work. And we can argue um, maybe perhaps what the next steps are. But what we've seen is that, yes, a lot of these legislation, especially at the federal level, um, a lot of these expansions of unemployment specifically those things had the opposite effect. They weren't positive on our national recovery as a whole. So for example, let me give you this, the CARES Act that was enforced in March, uh, individuals were no longer required to search for work as a condition of receiving benefits. Um, usually as part of the unemployment program, you have to search for work. But of course, when you have a government enforced lockdown, you're gonna shut all of that down because they can't search for work. You've told everybody that the businesses are closed everywhere. So they added an additional $600 a week to the UI checks. Now, because they did that, more than 75% of UI recipients, people getting benefits off the program, collected more in benefits than they did through work. And so, once businesses reopened, businesses like the ones perhaps that your daughter works at, but also the one that we highlighted in my op-ed with Joe, millions of Americans were staying home because they received more in UI benefits. And so businesses were reopening after some of these restrictions were let off, but they just couldn't get their workers back. And it's killing them everywhere. We're talking to Victoria Erdley from the Foundation for Government Accountability. The op-ed that you can find on their website is, Will the American Dream Be Another Casualty of COVID-19? And Victoria, the, the debate, if you can call it that, is just getting uglier and uglier with people scared of coronavirus. And, and I had coronavirus. It was not fun. I, I, I get it. So there are people who are scared saying we have to do anything we can nothing's off the table. If there are casualties, so be it. While other people are saying, no, there is a role to let commerce happen. There are risks that happen every time you go out. Is there a proper balance in our mindset or do, is it one or the other when it comes to deciding how, where we're going to go from here, especially during the holiday season? That's a really great question, Mike. I, I would say that there's always a balance. You always have to take into consideration different people in different stages of life. I agree. So you had COVID, you just mentioned that. My mother had COVID 
and she stopped working. She quarantined. She's okay now, but it's extremely hard for some of those people who have had loved family members be able to pass away. And, but at the same time, you do have to take into effect things like the growing drug use rate, alcoholism, the suicide rate that's spiking. And additionally, all of these people who have lost their jobs and won't be able to give Christmas gifts to their kids this Christmas, that's a sad, sad reality. But at the same time, we do have to act quickly to lift the unnecessary government restrictions and end the things that are kind of being slipped in there through the side that aren't exactly pointed at directly attacking the COVID issue itself. Um, and it's vital that Congress specifically doesn't ruin this rebound with legislation that could leave millions of Americans permanently unemployed because businesses won't be able to stay open at all. A lot of people are playing fast and loose at the government level and are hoping Americans don't realize that a lot of people are ready to get up, go back to work, while also still taking COVID into consideration. There are ways to do that. We need to recover on an economic front as well as recover the country with COVID, specifically as more and more of these vaccinations come out and we can potentially see a, um, some sort of way to curb this outside of completely shutting down economies and locking people inside their homes where they can't see their families. All right, Victoria, the, what's the website or the social media people want to find this or whatever else you're working on at FGA? Yeah, thefga.org is the best place for you to go. We actually have a specific site for COVID-19 solutions if you're really interested in talking more about the economy and also seeing this video and op-ed about the Dalers in Wisconsin. It's really sad story. Grab your tissues, but it's worth it so you can understand at an entrepreneurial level what some of these owners are going through right now. All right, Victoria, appreciate the time and appreciate the insight. Nice job on the op-ed. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, between COVID and government actions and the election, it's been a contentious year to say the least. That's not exactly breaking news to you. Uh, we don't always get along. Disagreeing is one thing, but how many of us seem to be doing just that could be destructive for everybody. A new book says both sides are guilty of this, and they're probably right. We'll explain just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. Hi, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, and I'd be happy to drop it off. We'd do anything for kids, yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger near you. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.